Today we go west to mm. Nigeria yeah. and we look at um, one of the greatest uh, literary giants in Africa, yeah. Wallace Oinka. We're looking at his book, The Man Died, yeah. Prison Notes of Wallace Oinka. It was pu published in the year 1972. Yeah. So Wallace Oinka, as I mentioned, literally gi literary giant. Mm. In fact, he was the first black African yeah. to receive the... Nobel, Nobel Peace, Peace Prize. Prize for first, literature. Uh, uh, first yeah, black. Literature. First black. Were there other colors? There was a pink <laughs> one before. So during the <laughs> during the uh, Nigerian Civil War mm. between 1967 and 1970, Wallace Oinka was arrested and incarcerated for 22 months from 1967 to 1969. Yeah. And most of that time that he spent in prison, he was in solitary confinement. Yeah. They say that his Whoa. prison cell was four feet by eight feet, could yeah. you imagine? Mm. And his offense was um, assisting the Biafran secessionists. It was the yeah. Biafran war. Absolutely. So before tensions broke out in Nigeria, Soinka had been very vocal about a lot of things that mm. did not go well with the government. Yeah. The president was Yakubu Gowon. Yes. Yeah. And he argued for a peaceful settlement between the Igbos who wanted to secede and the rest of the country. Yeah. He also uh, recruited some intellectuals to help stop the uh, arm shipments to yes. both factions, both yes. the seceding faction yeah. and to the government. Yes. And and amongst other things, and this is why, this is what he was imprisoned for. Yeah. So uh, the government made it look like Soinka had betrayed his country yes. by siding with the Ibus. Yes. So in the book, he gives his side of the story. And he says that his actual activities may have been the cause of the arrest, but mm. the government's case against him was based on false evidence. Yeah. So the letters from prison gives an account of his story. Yeah. And it was banned primarily because it debunks the government's position. Mm. So also in a postscript, Soinka threatens to reveal evidence of the atrocities committed by the government. Yeah. And he says that if the government ever denies that, the genocide, that they carried out genocide, then he mm. would uh, make those revelations. Mm. So the book oscillates between giving a representation of facts. I think at some point it actually reads like a political essay. Yeah. But it, it's also very descriptive of his prison experience right. in a classic yeah. Wallace Oinka style, which yeah. is very lyrical and... Yes. And poetic. Yeah. So originally the book was going to be called A Slow Lynching. That's what he had named it. Yeah. <laughs> but then uh, in the book somewhere, mm -hmm. he describes the beating of another prisoner that he was overhearing. And yeah. he says, the groans do not cease, nor do they diminish. The yeah. bloodless and human steadiness of this sound of human suffering is the most unnerving aspect of it all. And so Inca goes on to describe the torture, and then finally he says, Soon it is the hour when all the dead awaken. As the key turns in my lock mm -hmm. in his cell, mm -hmm. I ask the warder, What became of the suffering man? Mm -hmm. And he says, The man died. Mm -hmm. And that's where the title of the book Whoa, from. whoa. It might be worth mentioning that he wrote a lot of this on toilet paper, mm -hmm. by the way. Yes, because he didn't have access he to writing material to uh, all that time. Yeah. So it's phenomenal, you yeah. know, with a, with, a, with a pen yeah. and a very... Uh, Taking notes there. Terrible paper. Yeah. yeah, and then he actually finished it retrospectively <laughs> when he was out of prison, Absolutely. and that's yeah. why it was published in 1972. Mm. Well, yeah. in my view, um, I have a second definition of why he called this book The, the Man Died. Mm. And, and, and that is because the silence of society then amounted to criminal 
complicity. Yeah. And he has a beautiful quote. He says, the man dies in all, in, in all who keep silent in the face of tyranny. Wow. Mm -hmm. So uh, the, the says it. There's a, uh, a secretary general of a union. Uh, mm -hmm. It was called the Post and Telegraph Workers Union. Yeah. And this man was called Gogo Nzeribe. Mm -hmm. yeah. Nzeribe was beaten up so bad. He was flogged. And every day the Nigerian army used to flog him. And they beat him up so bad. The one day the guy decided to fight back. Mm. Now when he fought back, they, they say they, they put him in solitary confinement and they threw away the key. And they said this man must starve to death. Now this story annoyed uh, Wole Soinka so much. Mm. Mm. And he said when this guy was being beaten, where were the union leaders, mm. right? Where was society? Why did they keep quiet, mm. right? The people who should have spoken yes, up. Yes, these guys should have actually spoken up. Mm. And then he writes a quote that actually castigates everybody in society, and including those union leaders that mm. kept quiet when Gogo was actually being beaten. Mm. And allow me to read it. Please. It says, what matters always is the criminal complicity of his own peers through mm. silence and the failure of self-asserted progressive voices of the nation's intelligentsia mm. to ask questions, the failure to understand that such events are, are habit-forming in the psychology of power, and the boundaries of the geography of victims eventually extend to embrace even those who think they are protected by silence. Wow. Yeah. The Do you have a third rendition of why <laughs> he actually called this book? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I actually have a third rendition for, for why the book was titled as it was. Because yeah. the man actually kind of had a, 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 a you know, a death experience, yeah. I think. You the know, author it, himself. The, the, yeah, precisely, the author, the, the author, right? Yeah. So, so Yinka being in solitary confinement, yeah. that is a tough place to be. Oh, and yeah, if, you, if, you, if you have read or if you've experienced being in solitary confinement, the other day I was listening to... Um, uh, the, the the man in dreadlocks, uh, one of the the, the, the MPs. Uh, no, 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 <laughs> from from Kenya, MP for Sabatia. Oh, okay. And oh. And, he, and he was saying uh, that you know he had a terrible. Koige. Yeah, Koige yeah. Wamwere. He yeah. had a terrible experience. Subukia, Subukia, mm. Subukia. Yes. Sorry, not yes. Sabatia. Subukia. Yeah. He had a terrible experience in yeah. solitary confinement. Yeah. 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 yeah, And many times, I'm sure these people they felt like they were gonna go mad. Absolutely. You know, you have uh, nobody to speak to. Yeah. You, you, you Can only imagine yourself and your thoughts. Yeah. yeah. And so this really is then, uh, this whole book is an account of how he endured yes. uh, those moments and the things that he, he had to do mentally to, 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 you know, to, to, to live every day without yeah. um, totally falling apart Absolutely. Yeah. and coming out sane. Yeah. It's actually remarkable. Yeah. Yeah. And it reminded me as well of uh, another, uh, uh, something else that I've read about mm. uh, the former president of, of Brazil, Dilma yeah. Rousseff, yes. oh. who was imprisoned in yeah. 1970 under the, the military regime of, of, the, of the time. Yeah. And, um, you know, when she s spoke later about it yeah. uh, and the interrogation and the torture that she went through, mm. she said the only way she survived was to tell herself in her mind, so to play mind games and to tell herself yeah. this this is only going to last one more minute. Yes. One more minute. One more minute. Mm. Whoa, whoa, and eventually the, the last minute finally came. Yeah. And eventually the last mm. minute comes. Mm. Because yeah. if you think to yourself um, that you are going to be in solitary confinement for uh, for you know two years. Yeah. If you think about it that way, then yeah. you really won't be able to uh, uh, yeah. surmount that uh, obstacle. Yeah. Absolutely. So so the so the book um, it's you know it's it's fascinating. Um, 
uh, some of the things that he 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 did mm. to keep his mind occupied. Oh yes, mm. the writing I think was also one of the ways that kept yeah. him occupied, mm. uh, kept his mind very active. Yeah. yeah, and when he was there, he really truly believed that um, there was no end in sight. That he yeah. may actually not. Um, survive precisely because prisoners around him were, were dying yeah, well, like we're dying. the yeah. man that the warden told him died yeah do you guys, do, do, do you guys think the nyayo torture chambers took some of the torture methods that uh, so wole saw because Maybe. they they used to put needles underneath yeah. the the nails of people and you know the um, this kifagio thing the brushes mm. yeah. they would actually squeeze them up in people's you know mm. you know but you know worse, worse than um, as i was reading this book i thought worse than physical torture is psychological, psychological torture precisely. and i think yeah, that yeah. really comes out uh, in, in the book in the because book. he speaks a lot about uh, the the mind in his experiences yeah. and in the nyayo dungeons they yeah. use a lot of uh, psychological oh yeah, absolutely uh, torture absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. On this day, we did not have a winning headline, but we did have a winning cartoon from the Daily Nation. Yeah. Uh, one thing I said in another writing, the writer in modern in the modern African state from yeah. 1967, which he delivered in a conference, he said, yeah. "The artist has." always functioned in African society as the recorder of Moors and the experience of his society and as the voice of vision in his own time. And he goes on to say in another section of the writing, any work of art that does not depict the human condition mm. in society is no art at all. Mm. 